Hey everyone, it's Wa. And it's Chris, and welcome to Docky Sweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, honey, but through our own lens, which my loves, you know, it could be mid-season of a 90-day fiancé and we're in just two different worlds, honey. It could be a live that we're doing on our Patreon exclusively because we come from a world called YouTube where we like people to watch us at all times, weirdly voyeuristic. And um, also it could just be, you know, two podcasters and best friends doing our critique and then hopefully at the end of the critique there's a moment of sweetness because we're friends. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I think all of the above, actually. There is a moment Yay. of sweetness because we're friends. Um, but today we're talking about 90 Day Fiance, Before the 90 Days, uh, Season 6, Episode 10, Sex, Lies, and Videotape. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One videotape. There's many lies, but there's only one videotape. Uh, this episode was good. Right? I need your opinion on this because I always say it's good and you hated it. And I feel like because you're like more on, you know, that sag after scene, like I feel like I I divert all opinions about whether something, at least in the in the reality sphere, to you. So do you think it was a good episode? Yeah, I definitely do. I really had a great time. Great. We matched. Great. Yeah, it's a it's a match. Uh, yeah, I really thought it was a great episode. Um, also, did you ever see that movie Sex, Lies, and Videotape? No. I think it's a... Which is why I movie, didn't know. Right? Uh, anyway, okay. Remember remember when we... I'm going on a tangent, and but I'll bring it right back. I can, okay? I can, it's okay. Okay. Remember when we went to... Me, you, Monique, and maybe Kristen, we went to that bar slash like dance place... And it was um, Hollywood only. and maybe Hollywood and La Brea. Or adults only. Hollywood adult, and La Brea. adults only. One of those. Yeah. But Hollywood right. and La Brea and like you go in and there's like something playing on a TV. Yes. Okay. I was listening to another podcast and mm-hmm. they started to describe what they were, what happened and what, what, what was going on. And I was like, oh my God, I had the same experience too. So I just wanted to say that like that happened to me. could have sworn there'd be a little more of a payoff but uh you know what a great way to start the episode no i love you so much <laughs> you guys we are so pumped listen we've been doing this podcast for like a whole year you know can you believe it we've like not really like said it to air but like that is truthfully it we like waited a whole week to say it because we were like that's true but it's true we we can't even tell you how many episodes we've done you know like it's an obscene amount you know like but having said that it's vulgar been, yeah, vulgar amount, vulgar amount. um <laughs> But it's been really so fun for us and we're so excited and we're so thankful that anyone listens at all or anyone, you know, like is into it. So it's just been so awesome. And so, yeah, uh, if you are listening normal style, just know that on Patreon, they are listening live as we record this, which is something we used to, we've been, we've been doing. I don't know how I was going to pretend to say that in the YouTube world of like talking about this and then having people like listen live. But uh, we will not be talking uh interacting with comments that'll happen later in our in our monthly live having said that it was a great episode uh yeah a lot happened a lot of like oh shit moments and mm-hmm. also uh, op moments you know like wow uh so where do you want to start my babe i mean let's just let's start at the top <laughs> like there's no reason to hold back they are at the top of our list let's talk about gino and jasmine yeah Ooh, let's find a picture of them I mean, one that isn't there. Yeah. Uh, They can start off and like, you know, they're going to go to a different place that's known for its mountains, a really beautiful place. And he comes out, he's wheeling his luggage and another luggage and she's wheeling one luggage and has a bag. And then he says, he's trying to help her situated in her hand by telling her how to do it. But she thinks he's he's just going to roll it for her, which is just... I, this moment is the epitome of their relationship to me. Okay. Well, go ahead. I'm just, I'm so excited for you because I'm just agreeing with you. Like you, this moment, I thought the exact same thing. She thinks it's one thing and he's like, no, it's less. (laughs) (laughs) Like the less is God. It's yeah. Because Chris, 
he could have given her the little stupid thing that he was carrying while he two hand on the bigger one like you just put them back to back make sure the handles are there and he as the man carry the heavier things i just my my brother would carry my brother my little brother my baby brother who's an adult I just want, I mean, I don't want people to think that like for some reason you are as a, even, you know, okay. That yeah, I'm somehow little, doing some kind of weird child labor things. So, like I have this child, yeah, no. Benjamin Button's brother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, so my, my little brother would do it. My 37 year old little brother would be like, why well, am I gonna stop it? Like, I don't know. Now here's something that's very interesting about that. This, that moment takes a couple of things. I'll tell you what it takes instinctually in the moment is a problem solving mentality of how can I do that? And how can I get this? And maybe in life you've traveled enough and want, and had a take charge personality that you've already realized that two smaller carry on wheelie beelies can, ha- can, can survive back to back quite easily if you just push it. So like, that's one thing. And that's another, and then there also has to be the desire to protect and take care of and have this one sit in her central feminine soft energy because he wants her to do less. He like, you know, and so there's a lot of things happening there and he is not going from A to B. He's staying at A. I'm just saying. He doesn't want to protect her. He doesn't want to make her feel like he's got it and he's in command. Like that's what it is, I think. Uh, I just can't, yeah. I just, something I'm trying to think like, I don't, I don't know if my dad would because he's, he's older now, but definitely when I was younger, you know, you know, having said this, I don't want, you know, if there's a lot of people that are like 50, 50 and a 50, 50 person would be like, he's got his hands full. So why would she not have her hands full? And I would say like, yes, of course you could easily live in that life. Now, is that what it is that the life that Jasmine has talked about, thought about, said she wants, has ever mentioned or has ever acted towards? Absolutely not. So at some point, someone's got to like, get on board. Um, Anybody who denies what we just said with the 50-50 argument is wrong. You can be 50-50 and have the stronger person in your physically stronger person in the duo carry the bag. So they get into the car and she's like, baby, um, like, but before she does that, actually, they get into the car and they leave late and they're in traffic and she's mad. And then we realize it's because his tum-tums was hurting. And the reason why his tum-tum was hurting is because he had nachos the day before, which I was just really confused as to why nachos would hurt anybody's stomach. Mm-hmm. And then he said, it had a lot of beans on it. It was a lot of beans. He called it like bean paste or like bean he soup. He called it, no, I, and I, bean dip. Bean dip, which the <laughs> bean dip was like rosary to be like, you know, as I came in like the cat food tan, you can, you know, you'd like pull the thing back. I was like, it's not dip. It's beans. It's probably simmered, re- refried or whatever it is. Like beans, it's like, I could, so many things. Go ahead, walk. Yeah, being from California, I was offended. And I'm not even Mexican. It's not even my cuisine. I was offended that he kept calling it bean dip like it was some kind of Frito cheesy bean like you get in the like chip aisle. And it's just like, no. And then she says, beans are for a real man, which I was like, damn, she will cut this man down at any moment. And he is just like, (laughs) real man. He fucking giggles, okay? What is, okay, so I just want to know, that comment meant what? That his tum-tum is a too, too weak, that he's not a real man that can handle the gas or like real men like, you know, take a little like Beano or something. Like, I, like what, like, I don't know. That's never been my like thing. Like, I don't know men or people who like eat beans and like have to then, you know, pass gas, which mm-hmm. was like a joke. I feel like in the nineties growing up, like, oh, I had beans. And I'm like, that never happens to me. So maybe it's your weird con- tummy constitution. Wait, have you ever heard the magical, you know, beans, beans, and magical fruit? The more you eat, the more you toot, the more you toot, the better you feel. So eat beans for every meal. Never heard that. But if <laughs> I had, it's all in line with the whole thing that beans make you poop. Uh, and I've never had that in my life. Okay. Um, and so he is sitting in the car and she's like, we've got a lot to work on. And he's like, yes, that to work on. As he looks outside the window, like he's not even planning on with that stupid black hat. (sighs) 
let's get there. Well, you know what's happening next. We are dancing. Okay. We are, we are like, don't know what to do. Okay. So God bless. They get to this place, which again is known for its mountains, not its showers, not its waterfalls. Oh my God. Chris, they get to a romantic room. It's not romantic. It's wood everywhere. There's no romance. Okay. <laughs> then she goes into the bathroom and puts on like a pink nighty. I got a picture. I got a picture. Okay. She goes on and puts on a pink nighty, and she's like, <laughs> and he's like, wow, get out of this. Like he just, I can't, Chris. It's too much. It's too much. And then she's like, it puts she has, it, I put in my sexy boots for you, Chris. Did you get a picture of the boots? Because they were not sexy. No, but I did get a go. But you can just, you know, no. <laughs> I didn't get the picture of the boots, but then, you know, so she starts to have different, like, sex shit that she takes out of plastic bags. Like, she just bought them. Like, you know, because she's got, she's, by the way, this entire season has been her talking about sex or getting sex toys the entire time. Like, it's the most vulgar thing. She's like, it's, I don't think she's a real person. I feel like she's like a weird AI sex doll. Anyway, God bless. <laughs> so she, she has, she has a ball gag. She puts it in her mouth. She could be happier about the ball gag. I mean, I've never seen anyone happier. Like sometimes when she was taking this out, I was like, is this for him or is this for her? Like, I couldn't quite tell because I was like, I feel like it'd be for him. Anyway, God bless. Then, you know, um, they, they go to bed happily while the next morning happens. Oh my God. Sorry. I was on mute. They, she wakes up and they have, she, to me has the cutest little outfit on. I love the headband. I love the cat eye glasses. And she confesses to us that they, they had the most steamy romantic sex last night. And he let her, he allowed her to pee on his chest and that's what she said on national U.S. American television. There, I didn't know you could say pee on chest. It's, I, I just, I it, it was, it was a shocker that that was allowed to be said. And she freaking giggles afterwards, and is has the biggest smile I have ever seen on her. And then they describe how they were in the jacuzzi, and I guess she got up to go to the bathroom, and he's like, "No, pee on me." She opened, she put a leg up and she peed on him and said that it was so romantic. Yeah, I, that was very intense and a lot of information. And it's just so funny because later on in this episode, someone else gets mad at someone else for sharing basic relationship information. Like, <laughs> and this feels like a crazy invasion. And, you know, Gino, unless Gino tonight or yesterday, last night, went on a, you know, Instagram tangent, having found out that she relayed that information. Yeah. I mean, I just don't, I, it was so shocking. So extra for sure. So extra. They, okay. So then the next day they get up and they're feeling the most, they're in their romantic bag. I, they decide to go horseback riding and um, as they're doing it, you know, he goes around to touch the horse and he, she's like, he's like, is the horse going to kick me if I, if I go behind it? Yes. The... Sorry. Just, I, that's sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. But no, the, the answer is yes. Oh. You never, ever, ever, ever go behind a horse. Don't ever do it. I mean, and the man tells him this, which is true. Like if for any reason you always touch the, you always like touch the horse in the back. So the horse knows where you are, but just don't ever just walk up behind a fucking horse. There's no, I mean, that, that really just is like begging to be kicked in the fucking face. That's wild. I've never heard that. Cause I'm not, you know, a horse person or an, like, like a an big beast of burden person. So I wouldn't know that. So thanks for, uh, you know, telling the people, but he, she loves saying like beast of burden. She loves saying it beast of burden that's what they are um and so <laughs> so then he touches the rump and he's like i'm here and like the horses will feel calm about that so they get on the horses they go riding and there's something else where i don't remember what it was but jasmine also says something crazy to him as they're like crossing a small ravine or like a body of water and they give him some fruit and this man spits out the fruit like he is i like he spits it out because it wasn't chicken nuggets. That's the only thing I can think of. How it's guava. Bad? Oh, it was a guava. It's delicious. I don't know. I think guavas are delicious. Oh, I can't. I can't. I, I love guava so much. It's like guava is one of my magical fruits where it's like, I don't get to have it that, I'm not, that much, but guava 
juice could be the yummiest thing in the entire world. Like there's just some magical fruits in my life. It's one of those. Yeah. I mean, he spits it out in a horrible way. And um, yeah, like, yeah, this is a long segment. We have a lot of them. So, cause it's like all of this happens and then, you know, they like kind of are chilling and then she brings up this piece of information that we talked about last season, right? Like we, I knew about this, comment from her from his family member on her instagram from like what last season i feel like it's- no it was the beginning of this season oh god so sorry yeah. really it's been okay. 10 weeks it's, it's been 10 weeks you're right you're right you're right so basically yeah i'm so sorry thank you for that so basically she brings up the fact she brings up the fact that do you know when we get to america like i don't want to spend a lot of time with your family <laughs> and he's like you know basically a family boy, an Italian family boy who's like being raised by whatever men, older men that are left in his family, you know, whatever. And so that's just like a non-option. And he's like, well, don't blame my family, everything about my family by that one thing. Because yeah, she brings up the fact that now he, she says someone named Dana, who I thought was a female, but ends up being, I thought this comment from his cousin Dana, and I swear to God was, it read like a 16 year old, daughter niece from his family <laughs> then he's like well i think you should talk to dana because the comments about like whether she's really into gino f- uh because of love or whatever and he's like okay so then we realize that dana is another elderly male in his family <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i think i think dana's comment was like Jasmine, do you really love my quote cousin? I mean, my 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 cousin Gino. He puts Gino in quotes. It's like weird. Um, yeah, it, it was shocking that Dana was who that was. That was the person whose house we went to, who made the spaghetti. That's that's that person. So I didn't realize that person's name was Dana. So I thought we were going to get another cousin named Dana. And Jasmine is basically like, we are. I'm. I, uh, where I'm going to fight or I'm going to argue if they say anything to me. So they get on the phone call. And at that point I didn't care anymore. So I don't really recall besides him saying something like, well, it seems like all the things that you want from Gino are monetary or something. And she's just like, you know what, like, what would you do if you were dating someone and then you, kn- you knew that I, that you were going to have to have a FaceTime with this person and me, and it, I was going to be hostile toward the person you were dating. It wouldn't happen yeah 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 okay so i'm just bringing this up because of violet and riley Mm -hmm. and like this like it's an interesting place to put your beloved and by the way each time you're with your person in real life but you are letting someone in your life be on a screen untouchable where you have to experience how awkward it is in real life that person doesn't you know it's so i don't know yes it's very it's very weird that even for the cameras it would have to be completely made up for me to allow this to occur and he's like i don't want to be in between you and my cousin and i'm like you didn't make a choice like i i I would absolutely leave that relationship again like violet says you're not protecting me and i don't feel protected yeah it's yeah and i guess i want to say the end of the day it also feels like low emotional intelligence low emotional iq again for the very real and very real uh re- sorry very real and vis- visceral reason at the end of the day that when that facetime ends that person goes on their merry goddamn business in the life and lead the country that they're in and then you in real time are dealing with the awkward tension afterward which is why would you want that life why would you choose that for yourself you're choosing it for yourself which is you know they do the foresight's wrong okay so yeah yeah, um, yeah, have we gone to a commercial yet by the way no but speaking of what let's do it oh commercial when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. Oh my God, you guys are amazing. So let's jump to our next couple in the, oh, Amanda and Rosvin were back. And Amanda got the pie in the face that she deserves. I don't like Amanda. 
<laughs> oh, I, oh, I know. Okay. Oh, oh I haven't made what? it clear. I've made it clear. Oh. Oh. Okay. Great. I just yeah. You're just so like. I don't like Amanda. Like it just had come to you. Episode ten. Yeah, you're right. I did say it in episode one. I said yeah. that I I would not be able to watch her. And then first sentence. The first sentence you said. <laughs> <laughs> so we start off with them, and of course they're going to a place um, that he's showing her his life and his world and she's like mm -hmm. it looks scary and he's like it's old yeah <sighs> she's just she's terrible tv whatever she, producer put her on she i just I, I now i'm just starting to break down her eye makeup it's like how do you get that one the the darkest line just to be perfect thick. is is it liquid what is it no it, uh, it feels like a pencil it is yeah it's like the thickest thing right here you know when you see her without makeup she really is beautiful you know like i think that she's a beautiful girl you know like i think that she has like a natural sweetness to her but she looks wait wait natural look of sweetness yes okay but, yes mm -hmm. I, but i her demeanor and everything she looks through the world with gray colored glasses you know like she you know can i be honest it almost reads as mildly depressed or something in that every choice to be made is you know bad neg negative that she complains about everything you know like and Rasmin is doing his best at this restaurant to be as charming and personable as possible you know like recounting the what things are what their names are he is just like making he's not okay can I be honest he's he's fine he's not hilarious but of course to her who is miserable like him you know like literally reading a menu is like he makes me laugh <laughs> yes also, here's the reason why she is miserable. Because mm -hmm. she just lost her fucking husband and she should stay her ass home and get over this like traumatic thing that's just happened in her fucking life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That, that. That, is, <laughs> that is what it is. And we are watching somebody put themselves through this and then tell us on social media in real time that everybody, you know, doesn't know, there's no guidebook on how to be a widow. And she's, you know, doesn't feel like she should stop herself from finding love, but we're like, baby heal first. No one says that you should pursue that. You shouldn't pursue love. Also, no one said that there was a book on how to be a widow, but the one thing that makes the most sense is to possibly get healthy and feel good within your body before you go jumping into, you know, Hungarian, where's he from? I don't know, that, wherever he's from, Romanian men's fucking lives. And the names of those dishes, that was such a cute thing to, to call out because it is kind of interesting, right? We don't have that here. Yeah, it is, you know. Um, so the next part is uh, a great part because it's, it's interesting because it feels like her power dynamic is that she has to be catered to in every moment and she's there for three weeks and everything that she wants is happening and everything doesn't happen for her is she has to make sure is right for her kids, but it's also her. But I like the idea of her having to meet people in his life and then seeing if she's going to acquiesce like any sort of like whether she has to like be something for them or be better than she is or whatever. So we get a taste of that in this episode in real time, but also the promise of that in this in the scene that she's going to go meet his mom and his family which you know like is what you know like there's how do you meet someone you likes mom and then not try and be a better version of yourself more exactly. polite more more respectful like would you know like am i going to see her try and be better i can't walk no you're not because she's in her own world and like if something is uncomfortable for her she doesn't have her ex to like lean into. Like, she really is just trying to like find somebody to take up the energy of Jason. And she's trying to do that to Rosvin and Rosvin's not fitting the bill. And so she's like on defense, like you need to prove to me that this is the right place and you're the right person for me and my kids. And that's not what he was expecting to have to do. So let me tell you, they get to this pool party. Yeah. And this bodied bitch comes up to them just looking fine as fuck. I mean, she is obviously a woman that's comfortable with her body and Amanda's not. She is a woman who is going to come to a pool party. Just basically this, this, the bottom of her bathing suit is cute, but it is like a, a piece of thick fabric and then some thin fabric on the side. It is holding on by a prayer. It is barely there. It is leaves nothing up to the imagination. I mean, and it's hot. She's cute. I love it. I love every moment of it. 
no, this look isn't for me. And you know, no, no thanks. Now, having said that, I'm not talking about her body. I'm just talking about the actual whole look, the whole take everything in, you know, no. Um, but you know, good for her, not for me. But um, I, I like also one part, yeah, we, this this girl obviously had had a conversation with Rasvin where we were already like, does she like Rasvin? And then, you know, we're gonna get into whether she is, you know, just on Rasvin's side or whether she just picks up the fact that Amanda is absolutely insufferable and miserable, like while immediately and like immediately just starts to hate her, which could easily be that. But can I just want to talk about one thing? At the restaurant, Rasvin lets her, you know, tells her that he's always wanted to go to America. And she is, like, taken aback by this. And, like, I didn't know that. And she didn't know that. But he's been incredibly upfront in first episode that he is his whole thing is that he wants to be an actor he wants to be an influencer and or a model some sort of actor influencer model like that's his dream or whatever and i don't understand if that whole time she thought only in his one city because like to me it's like you can you if someone wants to be an actor odds are that they wouldn't mind going to the epicenter of where someone actually can make a career of that. Yeah. I mean, he could go to England, but he doesn't, he wants to go to America. And I, I, I think it's just so stupid that she's like, well, I don't want you to be using me. Like you are the one who slid into his DMS or into his live. Mm -hmm. And this is a person who has painstakingly learned the dumb, dumbest language of English which has just so many ups and downs. And like, how are you to know <laughs> the way things happen? Like English is a hard language to learn. So anybody to me that feels like learns that either wants to go someplace where there's a, a they can speak English. Now mm, he has mm -hmm. a homegirl who's speaking English too. So maybe it's like a thing that him and his homies did. They were like, let's learn English. And then they all just like learned it. But it just seems like she, I don't want her. I just, you know what? I don't have anything nice to say about her okay yeah like basically you know rasvin's friend catches her making co eye contact with him that isn't like warm and loving and she's pissed about it so she pulls anna aside and sort of starts like sort of grill her and anna doesn't give an f because she is like i mean she has no yeah she doesn't she doesn't feel like she i don't know it's just like it's so interesting it's a study in someone who doesn't feel like they have to change or who they are and or acquiesce this is someone who i guess is just feels like they're in the power position and always right at all time this person is incredibly confident in that way it's actually somewhat remarkable i'm going to learn a lesson about it you know like but yeah. basically yeah yeah amanda is i think she's a small town girl who has just been raised in, a, in an insular community where she's right. Or like, you know, I don't know. Like, I just think that she, especially now that she's on foreign land, she thinks everything is stupid and old and ugly. She's just I mean, one of those Americans. Yeah. I think. It's interesting because it is a whole, you know, whole ass thing for this girl to be like, mm -hmm, I think that your relationship's toxic and she just met them. So there's a whole other part of Amanda that I'm like, but she's not strong enough to be like, oh, um, you got that from the two seconds we've been together? Well, thank you for your opinion. Didn't quite ask for it. Or you can just give it to Rasvin, who's your friend. Nice to meet you. But Anna's right. No? Here's the thing. There is, okay, so let me ask you this. What is right and what is your place to give, like, in someone's face, your opinion of their relationship when they didn't ask for it? You know what? I, I think that I would. If, the, if that person were my friend, Rosman is my friend, and I have known him for I don't know how long. Mm -hmm. And he decides to bring this person over. Mm -hmm. And this person comes to my house or my pool party, mm -hmm. and he does something that she doesn't like, and she just stares at him. And is like looking at him as opposed to just being like, babe, you shouldn't have said that. I'm embarrassed. But she, she like looks at him and it's just like, mm, like, why'd you say that? I can't believe she, he said, I'm like, girl, he said it to another girl. Like, I get it. I don't want everyone to know. No, I don't care if people know them, period. But I get how that can be like a, mm. but I just, Rosalind has to, has to have been texting his friend for the last week, telling her things. 
And I think that I would do that. I think that I would do that. I think that I would make you uncomfortable. If you brought someone that I didn't like around, or if you brought someone around and they did something I didn't like, I think that you would be mad at me because I would say something to him. <laughs> but now I know not to do that. So it's good to know. You know, there's just a time and a place, or not time and a place. It's like, she just met that person. It's just the audacity to like, I don't okay. know. You know, like, it, it, there's just that it's hard to tell someone how to live in this day and age. And it's like, it's hard to like, give your opinion in real time to someone as if what your whole life is, is perfect. And you can like, you know, give an opinion and like, you know, it's like speck of sawdust when your brother ride. There's all of that, in, you know, involved in that too. Now, having said that. <sighs> okay, I see your point of view. But anyway, uh, you know, but at the same time, we just got done saying how awkward it is that these people have FaceTimes with someone. Raz, I wonder if Razvan knew that this girl might lay into Amanda in some way. And because Amanda after this is upset, like she wakes up the next morning. There are the next morning is like him asking if she wants coffee and her like in her, you know, naked face moment. Right. Where she says that she's still upset. So like she doesn't it doesn't seem that she has a conversation with Rasmin like, Hey, uh, your like, you know, yellow bikini bitty just told me that she thinks our relationship is toxic, which would have been a great conversation for the cameras to pick up, especially if it happened at the party. Yep. That's some real housewives of Beverly Hills. Bravo shit. Mm -hmm, I mean, come mm -hmm, on, come mm -hmm, on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Also, why didn't she just put on the bathing suit and like, just sit and put her feet in the pool. I don't just a lot. I, I don't like Amanda. Okay. That, there, there's that one. Uh, Wait, you don't like Amanda? <laughs> I, no, yeah, I, I don't. I just, I don't. You, I know. Amanda? Nah, I just don't like her. Okay, um, so she's not your type. Let's move on to. <laughs> she's my type. We don't have a picture of Statler and Dempsey, but anyway, Statler and Dempsey. This was stupid. The only thing is that I wanted to taste the fish and chips. Um, oh. So Dempsey wakes up and she has to get into a cold shower. And she is screaming the whole time, I guess, for comedic relief. Um, because yeah. it's not like we can't tell that she's cold and uncomfortable, but it makes Dempsey laugh. Yes. And um, then there's a moment where Dempsey is getting her feet rubbed with a cute pedicure, which I was like, here for. Did she do mm -hmm. it herself or did she go to get it done? Anyways, so. Great question. Great question. Yeah, yeah. So she uh, is getting a foot massage and she's like, I have to go to work. And Sattler's like, okay. And then. She goes, it's Valentine's Day, and Statler sets up this scavenger hunt. Mm -hmm. And we're like, how do you even know the grounds to do this? Like, how did you plan this in your head? Like, well, this is great. You're you're good at that, because I couldn't. Chris? I think it's so cute. This part is cute. You know, like, she, later on, Dempsey's going to say a couple of things that makes me like, oh, shit, she knows she has Statler's number. She, Statler just wants to be loved. She jumps relationship to relationship. She just really wants to be loved. She opens this saying that, you know, she sees me and gets me, you know, like, you know, she, which the fact that she said that there must be such a thing that she wants, you know, which I get. Uh, yeah, I, I was gonna say, I, you know, I don't eat fish, so I don't want the fish and chips, but I will take that chia seed smoothie that she makes her right out of the, out of the, um, cold shower dempsey is so adorable and so lovely and we also get a little bit of dempsey's backstory which is well uh, her back love story which is that her last relationship did not end well and she just like didn't take care of herself and it sort of like broke her down and her dad was really um worried about her and thusly is like super cautious of her love life since which also wonders how Thailand was when she was trying to talk to Statler, but you know, her dad was there. Um, and then she also lets her know that because of that, you know, that she, it's very important that her dad, you know, likes Statler and she has not told her dad that she's dating Statler and that if that Statler and her dad don't get along, it's grounds for Statler not to be in her life. And Statler is like, Oh, uh, did I, uh, Oh, I did not uh, understand that. Did not know that or whatever. And like half of me is like, well, okay, well, first of all, I feel like we I just met you. So like by now, wouldn't you know if I wasn't close enough with my family that like me not having their approval or seeing them would be important in my life? Like I just met you. Like obviously if you if my family hates you and I like my family, the first person's gonna go is you. You know, like you just you just got here. You I know? was just gonna ask you that. What if there was somebody that you were in love with and your family was like, no, would you 
I trust them. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah, like not just one, but all of them, sure. Okay. What about the two? What if the two most important people? Then yes. Okay. If the people combine with an M name. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly. I would trust yeah. them. Okay, great. I, I'm like, if, if a, the other person who shares the same letter as me, if that person were to be like, Psh, nah, then I would have to as well. Good. Because that person is right. Uh, <laughs> that person, I, I would trust that person too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. No, just Statler is, is uh, kind of says, I love you by saying, ah, be, to be in love in the cab and Dempsey ignored it as she should have. Cause that's stupid. And then um, they get to the, 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 you know, seaside and she has a talk with the dad Statler does. And she's like, yeah, I want to move in. And like, we're in love and blah, blah, blah. After she's already just told this man, yeah, I came here um, before this man, she looked at this man and his grizzled work, work has worked with his hands face and said in the sun, um, yeah, I want to move. I want to move here and uh, be with your daughter if things work out. And he's like, didn't you do this already with some other Brit in the past? I don't think that this is red flags. This is not good. And we all agree. He looks just like Debsy. I mean, I should say Debsy looks just like him. Debsy stole that face. Oh, yeah, she did. Look at that. Look at that. Look at look at the cheeks. Look at the eyes. Yeah. Look at the nose. Yeah. She's she looks like her dad. Oh, yeah. Cute um uh, dempsey was dressed really cute she was wearing like a cable knit sweater with a leather like dress leather black dress i thought it was cute yeah the dad gets the dad is like "Mm, what why the hell are you jumping in like the truth of the matter is it never really makes sense to rush a relationship like especially if the people are young especially if the people are young because there's no reason to like not make the genuine connection that happens over time and experience because the risk of just jumping in and pretending that something is something without truly being grounded in it to like differentiate reality and you know what your dream of a relationship is that's what happens i feel like okay i know you're looking at me this is what it is when you rush a relationship especially if you're someone who romances or wants love or or monkeys from relationship relationship to relationship then the new relationship that you jump into especially if it's a living situation you cannot quite differentiate in real time, what's your perception of the relationship based upon your own wants and needs and drama and what is actually there because it's hard to disconnect from it. You know what I'm saying? I think I would, yes, I agree with you if this is a person who's jumped from relationship to relationship. Me, however, I have really good uh, like vision for the future. And like I feel like when I like to jump into things, <laughs> that i have already weighed the pros and cons i have already thought like what's the worst that could happen and then been like okay you know so yeah i do agree with you if you're somebody who just like wants love frenetically and like will you know move about the space trying to get it but i think there are some people who and you're right i think the younger you are maybe you you should wait but also when you're like my age like i can do it whatever you know rules are going to be broken as well so uh but yeah, yeah i don't have any money to free to steal i mean i do but like I'm, i'll hide it <laughs> honey that posting up so yeah come on the pre the post the wait a minute you can't have access to any of my money conversation is going to happen so if they're like then i'm like okay i'm out bye um you gotta put yeah. in an llc honey put it in an llc put it in a trust that's what i'm saying she has to hide it you can't have it you're not on the living trust oh wait i want to want something you this is so this is so funny why the hell did dempsey i'm sorry why the hell did statler tell dempsey's dad that he smelled good was that her way of like just trying to like quickly quickly get it in what did, did he smell good what does he smell like you know like is it to me it's like old spice oh yeah it is but also like 
I love the way the producers cut it to where he just was like, okay. And then yeah. like, as though it didn't matter. But then two, I tell people that all when they smell good all the time. Oh, I do too. But I don't usually tell men they smell good. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I think I have. Oh, I love your cologne. Like I would say something like that. Oh, I love your cologne. Yeah, I like it a little bit like that. I would, right, say, yeah, I would but- say that if like uh, an uncle of yours were to hug me and I'm like, oh, love that cologne. Yeah, but you wouldn't be like, you smell good. <laughs> why? Why you wouldn't? You I know, would, like. You're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> you smell good. You can't yeah. even, yeah. Don't even, okay. Don't even say, don't even. Just say the exact words, but try not to do it sexually. Just even the words itself aren't a good choice of words. You smell good. No, I wouldn't say that. That's not my, I wouldn't say. You smell good. To me, you You smell smell good. It smells is when I'm like, things are bad. But I would say I love their cologne. I would say that. You're right. You're right. I don't say it smell good. (sighs) All right. Anything else about them? No. Welcome to Modesto, Modesto, California, where Tyree lives. And it has been a month since mm-hmm. he found out that mm-hmm. the love of his life was a man named Christian catfishing mm-hmm. as a woman named Carmela. Mm-hmm. And I just like, why did you, why do you keep saying love of your life? One, like, stop saying it. A person doesn't exist. There's no love of your life. And then two, we really get a vulnerable side of Tyree in this to where before I thought producers were taking advantage of him, but I'm like, no, he's an adult. But at the same time, he is an adult with deep seated insecurities. And sometimes it's like awkward when people start telling me that they think of themselves as a loser or like they think of themselves like nobody wants this like loser guy who fell in love with somebody. You know, he said that. And I was like, oh, baby, this is I get it. But also, I don't want to watch it. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I okay. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. That make that make that's hard. I get that. Um, we, we in the month he's gone shopping. Okay, that's one thing that's happened. He has some brand new clothes, honey. He been shopping. You know what I'm saying? Like new luggage. You know, like new jeans. You know, it's like a new sweatshirt. You know, like set. You know, like he's got his hair done. You know, like his mom comes in right when he's packing what looks like a lot of Pringles. Like at one point he's packing clothes, my love. And then, you know, one bag is just like a bunch of uh, chips as if, you know, chips can't be had in other places, you know, like. (laughs) I did not see that at all. (laughs) I did, you know, like. Yeah, it's an, you know, it's interesting, you know, like it's yeah. Anyway, food is food is a hard fucking drug. It really it is. is. It food is. is a hard drug because you will forever, for the rest of your life, use it every day. <laughs> yes, you need it. And then it's so delicious in your mouth. And then it got through, got you through so much hard times in the 90s. Food was there when in people the, were not. <laughs> in the 90s? Specific, are we talking? This is you now, right? This is me. Yeah, specifically me. This is me. Like I literally was like going to people's houses like, yeah. What do you got in your refrigerator? I'm hungry. Uh, anyways. <laughs> I love you. I love that. So funny. And if you, if you, okay. So if you were came to my house in the nineties, this is what the, you would get. Snacks. String cheese. Oh, oh so yeah. Much. Yeah. Well, I usually still have string cheese, mm-hmm. string cheese, handy snacks. Handy snacks was not no need for refrigerization. A like you roll it back. You know, plastic, and this side had the crackers, and yes. the crackers were either the flat ones or mini breadsticks. If it's a flat one, it's going to have a little red stick that yep, sits on stick. top. Uh-huh. And the other side is again not no no refrigeration needed. Poison, whiz poison that you would just like, <laughs> and you would just take your time, just like spreading it. On. <laughs> they put us through so much. Now kids have like squeezy applesauce that just like comes out when you squeeze it or it could be any kind of like fruit in a little pouch. And we had to like go find a spoon. You, you know what I mean? Like we had yeah, like so dipping. Rude. We had like so that, that candy that had that dip that like stick and you would put it in there and, and then Dunkaroos? <sighs> no, it was it was like powder. In... I'm sorry, who? 
Okay, well, I think you're talking about. Uh, Did you hear that? Dumb, yeah, oh, of course. Uh, like a sugar stick, dumb stick, yes. fast stick. Uh, it's like a. Um, it's not dumb stick. It's like it's something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. We just had so much shenanigans, but these children now. Um, but back to Tyre. He uh, ironed his sweater, and I didn't understand what was happening. That was a thick sweater. I, th I think you just either like steam that or you put it in the dryer for a little bit. So you just like walk down and put it in the dryer, but you don't iron. I mean, you can, I've just never seen it. You? No, 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 no. Uh, it's just, no, just again, like I just I think about all like the, you know, the broken Pringles that are going to be at the suitcase, like uh, that part <laughs> crazy. The mom's there. The mom comes in, the sisters, the sisters are there. The mom, the sisters like talk, like they're all on the same. It feels like those sisters we're like, oh, holy shit, we got to get back to like bro and mom. Like there's a whole ass camera crew here and like we got to get things up to snuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes it's so interesting when they have Ty Ray in his confessionals, they have the background of like a apartment that's obviously not his. It's kind of like this modern 60s looking vibe apartment. And I just wondered like, did they just think, did they just be like, man, I pick an apartment background for this guy? I mean, yeah, because it's definitely not where he lives. Just like I note. feel like they do all of that when they, especially when they're in like the Northern African countries or in Middle East, they mm -hmm. always put like a background that mimics what their country might look like. You know what? Maybe I just have never noticed, noticed it now, but this part gets a little confusing. So it's been confusing. He tells us this, that he has been still messaging who he thought was Camilla, right? But that person still goes at him. But then he also reached out to the person that's actually in the photos and then was like, hey, I was catfished for years by a person using your pictures. And, and the real person was like, oh, so sorry to hear that. And that he then started a conversation with that person and now is going to go meet that person that is also happens to live there. Yeah. You know, producers had something. They went to Denver. Like, the person lives in Denver. So he flew from Odessa to Denver, took his snacks with him because there was no Pringles in Denver. And then he, like, meets this person at a place that he chose. She didn't even choose a place in her own area. And this is all, like, producer-led, producer set up, like... Mm -hmm obviously the producers were talking to her and getting her to agree to this and, you know, because we've seen pictures of her all over this show. So I knew that at some point she gave her permission and those producers are really good at convincing people to do stuff. So like, Hey, you know, they're going to act like your friend. Do you want to come and meet him? I mean, you don't have to just want to let you know that the opportunity is there. Um, it's not pay, but we'll put your name on the screen and we'll like, you know, it's, you know, whatever will help you with your business. And so she probably is getting all kinds of hit now. Could you imagine all the 90 day weirdos who are like calling up 1-800-CARMELLA? Oh, of course. Yeah. Her business. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, does she, live in, she should live in Nevada. Yeah, she should. Um, so he thinks that, you know, he's like, I don't want her to think that I'm some kind of loser. Um, but I'm also like kind of thinking that she's going to be like, look at this loser. Let me help him. Like, he's still fantasizing that Carmela, the real Carmela in Denver, is going to help him. Then he's go, he's like, oh, well, I'm really grateful that she, like, wanted to see me, so I'm going to get her a gift. They go to get a gift, and this man's like, oh, yeah, the necklace looks good. And her sis his sisters are like, absolutely not. You're going to give the wrong idea. And he's like, really? I think you guys are thinking too much into it. And then in his confessionals, he's like, yeah, I didn't want Carmela to get the wrong idea, so I just got her a candle. And we're just like... Even a candle's dumb. You don't know if she likes that smell. Don't get her anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, absolutely. And, or if you want to give her something, get her something after you meet her as a thank you gesture, after you can ascertain one bit of information about her. Yeah. You know, it, it is always so interesting when someone who is so obviously blatantly ignorant over a subject argues when someone who obviously knows more about that subject gives them a bit of advice. Like those sisters who, what? Me, that's me too. <laughs> I wow. will argue about things I don't know anything about. <laughs> to, yeah, to me, it's like two, two, there's two, you know, I guess in my mind, I was talking about two people, Nicola and Ty, Ty, Tyre, oh, who yes, are sure. two men who so obviously in every, in their own mouth and tongue will tell you they're, they don't know so much about the women, don't know so much about the women. And yet, I guess these are small moments where you're like, some woman is telling you like what's up and you're like now nah. you're like oh come on. <gasps> okay you know yeah. that's what i mean 
Yeah, yeah, I know you're right. Um, that is very true. So we get a cliffhanger with Tyree, obviously. Uh, <laughs> next couple. Oh, yeah, wait, can we tell? Can we tell? It's it is a the, the sharp tried and true cliffhanger. It's yeah. the person at a restaurant looking at the door, waiting for the door to open because he's sitting alone at the table and time is a ticking and and maybe there's a server that has looked over at you and asked you what you wanted and. For in Tyre's, uh, they even showed a time lapse because this, either this person is very thirsty and a seven of seven, either a seven up came and this person was like, blink, gone, or a seven up came and this person took five to 15 minutes drinking it and Camilla hasn't shown that time, right? Yeah, I mean, he was early and that's his fault. He should have been late. One, two, <laughs> um, she also like walks in if it is her in like a sweatsuit, like a tracksuit. And I was just really disappointed. I wanted to see short skirt, legs, heels, and then like maybe the tips of her blonde wig. Yeah, this person that walks in, I'm just going to go ahead and, and just throw out some body, body uh, judgments right away. Okay. Bigger. Androgynous leaning towards mask vibes. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. just what I'm, there's no head, but from the body, bigger and andro androgynous leaning toward mask vibes is yeah. how I would describe what I saw. Um, or okay. maybe she was like, I don't want this guy to like me, so I'm just going to wear a bag. Like <laughs> She doesn't want him to like her at all, so she's like, take me as I am. You already love me. Having, let me also say this, having, I said bigger, but not in comparison to Tyrone, that'd be smaller. Who's Tyrone? Tyrone. Tyre. Mm -hmm. sorry uh, Tyrone sorry I sorry I just got the phone with Tyrone uh call him <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah yeah I know I know sorry uh but basically sorry you know who won't call you know who won't call Tyre Tyrone or anything Camilla okay oh like it's gosh. obviously not not the person in the pictures um do you want to move on to what is what does the candle smell like I think it smells uh like Pringles okay no I think it, I think like it smells like vanilla nonsense yeah it's gonna right. upset me Chloe and Christian <laughs> Um, I kept calling her, it's Cleo. I wrote Chloe. It's God Cleo. Damn it. It's like Cleopatra. That's my fault. Yeah, um, sorry. You guys, you're like, you guys, it's episode 10. You guys know those people's names. And I'd be like, I'm sorry. Do I? Maybe. Yeah. So, um, they had sex or what she considers sex. What do you consider sex? Because I had a, I had a conversation with a friend of mine in like maybe post-college or, or later, later college. And he was like, Sex is any, like he, he considered like oral sex. Yeah. You know, it's a very interesting conversation because, you know, because of my generationalness, I, I tend to equate sex to, I mean, not equate sex. It's like my own idea of the definition of sex was taught to me in the, in the nineties, which was a, you know, patriarchal you know, heterosexual cisgender definition of sex, which is that a penis enters a vagina. A penis enters a vagina. That's it. Once, that's enough. One little bit. Yep. Does it come? I don't know. If this person, this is like, this is what, you know, this is what I guess in, if you asked Chrissy, Chrissy Farah in age 15, a penis enters a vagina. I think of a penis entering a non-mouth hole which then doesn't speak to what our lesbian sisters are doing. Yep. And so from, so when he told my friend told me that, and he was like, so then what do you lesbians do? I was like, Oh, so, mm -hmm. so oral sex between two people, no matter whatever their gender or how they feel is sex. Now, Chloe thought it was good. And that, it was, you know, whatever, which is like, I hope she's not like, you know, most women who just because you were like bumping nasties, it was good when the truth is, it's like, if you don't get there, it's not good. So anyway, so <laughs> um, she then mm -hmm. tells her good Judy, who's like Polish or something, and mm -hmm. everything is good. And then we cut to him and he tells producers that he got to second base, not home run, which basically means that there was like touching of the breasts and making out. That's yes. what second base is to me. Yes. Okay. And so there was touching of body and kissing. And so then 
he was like, you know, I told her that like, I like girls to go first, but I just did it. I just bit the bullet and did it. And I was like, yeah, because you're laying next to somebody that you're fucking attracted to and that you like. And it was dark. And you were like, I want to touch kisses. I want to touch the booty. Yep. And um, so then he does damage damage control, which I don't know if producers would have told on him, but they might have. And so he decides to get on top of that and just let her know what he said because he knows what he said was misleading and she gets upset doesn't go to her lecture calls him and is like what are you saying and then he's like i don't think that we should tell people the details because again i'm worried about what my family will think (laughs) and she's upset naturally chris it's so interesting because you know this is a show about relationships progressing And so whether someone is intimate and or has chemistry and or is kissed, you know, is like kind of natural things. And so I have to assume that Christian had to assume that these questions would happen. And it felt like Christian was little, like, why did Christian get on the show? He feels very self-conscious, which I'm not saying he shouldn't, but at the same time, if he is that, it's like, I mean, saying if he's feeling that, I guess it's a valid feeling, but like he, he's on a whole ass show, like, and he continued it, you know, when he's, fe- it, and he's making decisions, like he is ashamed to do and be what he wants to do and be. And it's like, and, and that those weird decisions are affecting someone's that he should be caring about. Yes, Chris. He is he is unarguably one of the most watched shows in America. Yep. And so it is crazy that he and you know, we've we've heard rumors that producers make people feel guilty like they have to do stuff even but he, it's a whole I'm sure it's a whole process. He had to write a whole essay about why he should be on 90 Day Fiance and you know, whatever. And so he went ahead and then he just got Cole's feet and is now hurting the one person who, you know, he supposedly loves. And she then does the thing, which which feels like kind of petty a little bit. She brings her friend back to the apartment to have a conversation with him. And so the friend has to like sit there and like watch the whole thing go down. It feels like she just like brought her like service friend you know like the the person that's gonna just make her the most comfortable which i guess is good but if i were christian i'd feel a little a little overwhelmed with that i agree i also you know i want her to have a little more boundary wherewithal to be like i have tried but you have made me feel really uncomfortable this entire time i you know toggle between you either not being attracted to me or me real me understanding how truly attracted you are and how confused and or scared you are at the same time I can't deal with it it feels like you have a lot to deal with on your own please just go home and you know figure out what you want and you know let me do me but this is very confusing I feel like you've sent me mixed messages and maybe you have like a slight alcohol problem all of it I'm gonna get back to like leading a fabulous life and having cute beige clothes and cats um so yeah yeah all right let's get to nicola and misha misha what is it you want from me misha i do whatever you want misha okay Misha, what is it you need misha yeah this so yeah this picks up with her waking up in the morning and she has on i have this set by the way this is a nor i got it from nordstrom i think like uh michelle got it from nordstrom it's like a little like pajama set i'm wearing like a somewhat small version or a different version of it this is from target though it's like what you know it has a little border and it has like a little like short set now you can't see it very well in here but this is something that also made me crazy okay this has nothing to do with what would happen in the show but she's also wearing a bra that i can tell is one of those bras that's a sexy yes it's a very sexy bra that that is a haltery bra that goes from your middle and the side and connects like right here so it's almost like a bondage looking bra like i have i know that look because i have tried it before and my boobs are too big and so inevitably the straps sit like they don't look good so in her like 
whatever her Nordstrom modest pajama suit that she's sleeping in a room with with her virgin boyfriend she is wearing the kind of bra that is the antithesis of something that you could a wear underneath something and or b is comfortable you know what I'm saying? It's such a specific thing. Anyway, well, yeah, we can talk I, about I it. didn't know that. It, I don't know what you're describing, but I know that there's bras that just has that extra bit of like thing to it. Um, but like, I was like, she's she said, if my bra is going to be showing, it's going to be cute. And I was here for it. I love that her hair is always ready. And she's like, I need coffee, Nico. So she goes downstairs and she can't find any coffee. And then we see her walk on the patio because she just needs space. And she has a shot glass or a shot cup disposable shot cup cup that I guess has the most the strongest coffee that you have ever had now I've had coffee in like a little like something but never that small so she sits down and she's just kind of like thinking about how things weren't good the conversation wasn't good with him uh the last time because he made her feel uncomfortable like he wasn't in this and he then finds her and he's like Misha Misha why you said you'd go and get coffee and you don't come back and she's like hmm and he's like, why are you upset? You mad? And so um, she's just like, I think that we are not on the same page. And he's like, Misha, Misha, tell me what you want me to do. And then um, he's like, God, bring us together. And she's, you can see it in her face that she's like, yeah, 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 God. Okay, God, great. We've established that you and I love the Lord. But if you can't keep bringing up God when we're trying to have a conversation about how you make me feel and our feelings, but he doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. And while he's talking, a church bell rings and he's like, see, Misha, it's sign from God, Misha, church bell ring, which means I'm telling the truth. And we're just like, is that like a superstition or not a superstition? Is that like a saying in, in Israel? <laughs> if you say something and the, you know, time, you say, you, if you say something at 830, then there's going to be a bell ringing or whatever. How often does the bell ring? Every hour, every half hour? You might be able to clock when the bell's going to ring so you can say, see, it's truth. Um, so yeah, I just, I, I think she's starting to realize that she cannot live her life with somebody who's so emotionally immature and that she's not the one who's going to help him get there because it's going to be a long and painful road. Also, I think culturally, and he brought this up kind of that that's the problem that they're having. Maybe he's used to, maybe just the way women and men interact and in what he's used to seeing is like, they're just who they are. And you just try to find somewhere in the middle where you kind of work, right? Whereas a Western idea of marriage is like, you're so in love and you're meant to be this like duo that like moves through the space together, which I don't really subscribe to. I understand Misha's part of it. I mean, uh, Nico's side of that. But with that, I think you, you do lack the intimacy or you can lack, I don't know, do you can end up lacking the intimacy that you would otherwise or may have if you are more in love with each other than not? I understand. I, I, I agree with you. And um, yeah, it's just so funny that he really tries to just not have the whole conversation by being, look, just Misha, what can I do to just make it better? I'll do whatever it is. And then he tries to butter up and be like, I just love you so much. You're so beautiful, which, oh my God. God, her skin just looks like she's in a filter all the time. I mean, there's not one pore. It's unbelievable. I just like have never seen skin like that. And then I found the bra. I so this that. is the kind of bra. Well, mm. this is the kind of bra she's wearing. Where she's wearing it, where there's like straps that go up both sides of her booby, and it's like just something that is sexy as hell and can't be for the Lord. There's just like it's very. It is the the very definition of worldly. Which listen, she's a worldly girl uh me uh also misha uh you know saying like she's i'm a material girl and so is misha um so basically yeah nicole nicola has to understand that he was very sweet in the texts and words that he would write to misha and then in real life the things coming out of his mouth aren't the same words and so she is confused and he has to, oh, I must be actually sweet and nice and kind and gentle speaking to women, which, you know, again, we're all learning. Yeah, we all are learning. And it's a huge curve for Misha. And this is just the truth. You cannot get with a 46-year-old version. You just can't. You can't do it. People are stuck in their ways, especially if you're in a, 
a, a place where your mother is still doting on you as a grown ass man. Like I get it. People live with their parents and I'm not saying that that's wrong or you should be ashamed of yourself, but there is a certain amount of not growing up that I think happens when you don't have to wash your own dishes. You know, what's interesting. There's gotta be a lot of other 40 year old versions that are like, you know, he like, there's gotta be a lot of other like people just like him. He's got to like get on the website and just get the ones that are a little more like on the same experience level. Yeah, you're right. Um, well, I don't have anything else to say about them. Do you have anything else to say? Uh, no, I, I don't have anything else to say, except that I was surprised I, that Misha, I feel like Misha was going to be leaving and I kind of keep waiting for her to leave. Yeah. But I just, yeah. Yeah. I think it's probably like at least two to three more episodes or if they really want to hate us, they do, you know, six more episodes. Like, could you imagine six more weeks? I know, but I wish that when, what if the, when the church bell rang, she, I, what if she was like, oh, say by the bell. Actually, that's God telling me I got to go. There's my, there's my, there's my, there's my ride. <laughs> you know, like I wish that she, I don't know. That'd be a true, a true miracle. <laughs> uh, it's all right. Cause she said by the bell, you know? Yes, By honey. the time I get my books and I'll get myself a look. I'm at the corner just in time to, just time to see. Let's fly wait. by, or let's make it up. I'm at the corner just in time to see to say, wait, wait. Uh, the, the Nico, bye bye. Oh. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, How about that? It's all right because I'm saved by the Lord. No, it's all right because I'm saved by the Lord. No, it's all right because I'm saved by the Lord. No, Nicola, it's Bell. <laughs> <laughs> um all right you guys thank you so much for hanging out with us for this hour and uh, six minutes <laughs> um mm -hmm. if you guys would like to uh join us on patreon you could do so at patreon.com slash docusweeties it's ten dollars a month you're helping your girls out to be able to pay those various people who are helping us do social medias and editing um so shout out to those folks gabby and Jean marie um but if you can't do that and you would like to follow us on other free social medias you could do so and chris will tell you how? Yeah, we exist on social media, as like Wa said. Uh, and the ones that I guess are happening right now are Instagram. Have you heard of it? Owned by this thing called Meta. Uh, it's, you know, at DocuSweeties on Instagram, at DocuSweeties on TikTok, and at DocuSweeties1 on X, which is now Twitter. And guess what? What? Premier time. New social media alert. Guess who has a new Facebook group? Oh, yeah. We have a yeah. Facebook group. She did it. Uh, we have a Facebook group. So um, Docky Sweeties a podcast Facebook group is brand new. There is no one in it. Not even Wa yet because she doesn't care enough about us. No, I'm I did. Kidding. Uh, oh, you are? Oh, yeah. Oh, I love you so much. Uh, I'm just being a bitch, but I was wrong. Um, but also, yeah, that exists. So I'm so excited. And we've been together a year. So about time for a Facebook group. How about that? Um, but we're so pumped to have you guys. And thank you so much for listening. And um, yeah, did you say the Patreon yet, babe? I did. And so we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.